Well, you can just be thankful that they asked me to speak and not do the jump rope. <laughs> I would have been passed out on the floor long ago. <laughs> but Pastor Paul did ask me to speak. He and Vanessa are away today. Um, their son, Alex, has graduated f with another degree. You know, smart Alex, I guess, Adrian. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, we're just so thankful um, his ministry, and I did get to uh, miss Pastor Paul's message, but Lyle and I were away last week. I want to brag a little on my husband here. Uh, we celebrated 25 years, and I think that's an, uh, an amazing feat for anyone. Um, I truly am blessed. Um, God has blessed me with a wonderful husband and very supportive. I was teasing. Um, he said, well, when Pastor Paul had asked me, he said, well, maybe you could speak on the power of a praying mom, and I said, listen, God, is going to tell me what to say, lol, not you. So, <laughs> so just bear with me. I am a proud mom of two wonderful boys. They're here somewhere this morning. And um, I told somebody, I'm not going to cry today. I'm just going to believe that God is going to give me the strength to get through this. Um, but I have two wonderful boys. Lyle and I have been blessed. Um, we miscarried our first one. So some moms today who have gone through that, we miscarried, I believe, was our little girl. Um, but we have a wonderful son, Devin, who is 20, and Chandler, who is 18. And we are truly blessed. Um, so... I do thank God. I was thinking of the songs this morning, and I, I so prayed over these, this, what God wanted me to share. But every song this morning, if I could title my message, is God, you are good, and you are faithful. And I was thinking of that song, God truly has uh, been faithful, and I am truly blessed. So I'm just going to bow our hearts and pray if you'll join with me as we pray over our service the remainder today. God, we do thank you for your presence that's so real in our lives. And, Father, we thank you for each one that's here today. God, we pray for a special anointing over my lips of clay today, Father, that you would anoint and use a blessing, O oh God, for the furtherance of this service in your name. Amen. Bless you. I'm just going to read some scripture first as we carry on. I did bring one tissue just in case. So the scripture readings um, is Romans 15 and 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with the hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Aren't you thrilled with the power and the hope that the Holy Spirit does give to us? Ephesians 6 and 10 says, 6 and 10 says Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. He gives us strength today, doesn't he? 1 Samuel 27, 28 talks about Hannah given Samuel, and she went and she prayed to God for a son. And this is what she says, I asked the Lord to give me this boy, and he has granted my request. Now I am giving him to the Lord, and he will belong to the Lord his whole life, and they worship the Lord there. And also in Luke 15 and 20, you're probably thinking, man, she's got a lot of scripture. She's going to be here all day. But I'm trying not to uh, keep you too long. Chandler did tell me to hurry. So, <laughs> so in Luke 15, it talks about the prodigal son. So he got up and he went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him and kissed him. So the video this morning was very touching. And I do talk a lot about um, 
we did talk to Pastor Kristen, Pastor Jenny, and I, because there, there's so many people that Mother's Day is a sad day, and it can be the first day that you're here without your mom, or you've lost a child this year, or um, your mom has maybe been diagnosed with dementia, or um, your mom has been diagnosed with cancer, or you didn't have a good mom growing up. Um, there's different situations that we go through and sometimes Mother's Day can be a sad thing just as it is for Father's Day for so many. So sometimes um, we just think of that as uh, we come into a service for Mother's Day and we do celebrate um, but also we do care uh, for those who have gone through things. So the meaning of mother is to bring up a child with affection and to look after someone kindly and protectively or to give birth. So there's so many people that do influence children um, that are not necessarily that they've never given birth. I think of Lloyd and Diane and for Pauline today who are foster moms and dads and they impact so much into the lives of those little children that they uh, bring into their homes and also those who've adopted children who've just taken on a new role onto um, the life of that child and has brought into um, a new home and and just to care for them and I think of today moms in the church who are spiritual moms who mentor and pour into lives of children just by a kind word or something that you may say to somebody who it's been a rough week and they may not know but your influence as a spiritual mom in the church can mean so much. I, I have those here. I'm so blessed to be thankful for people who mentor me and encourage me along the way. And I was truly blessed. Um, we had a dear missionary friend. Uh, she has since passed. But she was just such an impact on Lila and I, even as we were dating and then as we raised our kids. She would always just have those positive influences, spiritual uh, mentoring to us. So aunts and uncles, if you're an aunt or an uncle here today, you don't realize the impact that you can have on your nieces and nephews. And sometimes just your neighborhood kids. You have no idea the impact that you can play on kids in your neighborhood. And some people may pick on them and say, you know, they don't have a hope. They don't stand a chance. But you can be the one that can give that child a hope. So grandparents, if I could just commend the grandparents here today, you haven't any idea the impact that you play on the little lives that God has blessed you with. You have been given such an opportunity to pour into those children. And just I just think of so many um, things that my own grandmother and um, my grandfather had taught me and things that I would do and things that I would never want to do. <laughs> so we just think of those things that um, you can be an influence into. And I think sometimes uh, the story of, of Abraham offering up to God his son and I'm so thankful that Jesus died on the cross and we don't have to sacrifice in that way. But back in the day, Abraham had, he just committed. He said, God, I trust you that you will, I will pour out and you will provide the sacrifice. But he was going with his little load of wood and the rope and the, he was going with Isaac. He was committing him to God. And so have we done that? Sometimes I think, oh my, could I really do that? But God sent his son to die on the cross, so we don't have to do that. He's the ultimate sacrifice. God sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. And we are truly forgiven by Jesus Christ. So if you've not done that, please see one of us after service if you have questions about that. Because that is the ultimate gift. The way of Hannah, when she asked God for a son, I mean, she was in the tabernacle. She was crying. The priest even thought she was drunk. She was so interceding for a child. Because see, Ab <coughs> she so wanted a child. And she promised that if God gave her a son, she would give him back to the Lord. And she followed through with that. She did. 
and she gave him to the priest once he was weaned, and she gave him back. And she took him every year. She would build him a new ephod that was called a robe, and uh, she took him back. And every year he grew a little bigger. Every year she went back to see him in the tabernacle with the priest. And but she made a promise to God, and she said, "God, he's not my son. He's your son." And I'm giving him back to you. And so that's what Hannah did. As hard as it would have been, she promised to God and she said, he's not my child. So the joy that we do have of having healthy children or sick kids, God is with us. God is faithful. And I think of some people that go through financial struggles and things like that and raising their children, educating them and the effects it has on your marriage. God is faithful. God is still there. And so if we commit our lives to Christ, I think of some that go through infertility and miscarriages and loss of job or divorce. God is still faithful. God is with you through all of that. As you see your kids go through that, sometimes it's hard as parents. I know my mom and dad said once we had kids, that just meant they had more things to worry about and pray about. So as you grow, that's what happens. But God is still faithful. He is truly faithful. He gives us peace. I think of my mom when I was growing up. There was five girls and one boy. And I truly am thankful for the generation I grew up in. We just, we played. We just played outside. I lived by the Miramichi River, and uh, we just, that was just the neighborhood. It was safe. It was fun. But I always remember my mom praying with us, and she'd always say, God, protect our children today and give them a song in their heart. And so many times I've thought of that over the years, and I think, God, you have truly given me a song because some days I don't feel like singing. And some days it's hard to get a song. Some days it is. But God gives us a song. He is faithful. And I have been truly blessed for the praying mom. As a teenager, I didn't serve God. And in March of my last year of high school, I bowed my knee and I committed my life to Christ for me and for God. God, my parents had given me to God back when I was a little baby. But I had to commit my life to Christ myself. So young people today, it's not what your parents, there's no grandkids with God. We all have to commit our lives to Christ for ourselves. And so as we, I remember coming home and my mom and dad would be praying. I remember going to bed and putting the pillow over my head. I didn't want to hear them praying for me. But now I am so thankful that I had a praying mom and dad who prayed for me. So don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up on your kids. Don't give up. Because I believe that the prayers of the saints live on. They do live on. And there's a, a verse in Psalms. I'm sorry, I forget the verse right off. But um, it talks about your tears are bottled up. And all those interceding prayers that you have prayed over the years, my grandma's prayers are still living on in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So God is faithful. He brings times of refreshing. I was thinking of that song. I love singing that song. And sometimes in my car, I have the best worship services. I laugh one day. Melanie uh, Jurgen, she's, I don't think she's here this morning, but I didn't realize she was next to me <laughs> in her car. And I was just singing, there's nobody going to steal my joy. There's nobody going to steal my joy. Because no matter what happens, we can have a song. We can have joy. God gives us peace. God, no matter what you're facing, there is a joy of the Lord in our souls. And so sometimes it's hard to put that smile on. Sometimes it is hard to have a song that's got a little jig in it, a little step. But you can have it if you ask God for it. And so I think I still pray that myself as my mom prayed for me so many years. God, give me a song today, even if it's a little kid's chorus. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Right? Sometimes it's hard, but it's there because God is truly faithful. 
the parable of the prodigal son, this has always been a story that I have just always thought, why did God not mention the mama? Where was mom in this story? And I think when I get to heaven, I'm going to say, Jesus, you told this story and you left it with the most important one. But I think this is my translation of it. I tend to think that somewhere in that back kitchen, there was a mama praying. And behind every good man is an even better woman. <laughs> so I think, I tend to think that there was a mama in the kitchen. Across the field, there was a grandma praying. And there was a grandfather out in the yard working, and he was praying. And that day, when that father looked and saw his son coming, the mama was saying, go, honey, this is the day our son is coming home. This is the day that God is bringing our boy back home. So sometimes when you think that it's impossible and you think that it's not going to happen, it's going to happen. God is bringing the prodigals back home. God is bringing your kids back to him. So sometimes I think of that. I think, Jesus, I'm going to ask you. Well, I probably won't because when I get there, I'm going to be too excited. But I just... guess you're not getting to go home yet. <laughs> so don't give up. In due season, we will reap a great harvest. And the joy of the Lord is your strength. I'm on my last page. I'm keeping you awake anyhow. Pastor Paul will be proud of me, I think. <laughs> you tell him I good, did a good job even if I don't, okay? <laughs> and I always say, if you mess up, you'll never have to do it again. <laughs> So sometimes, uh, you know, we just kind of hope that we don't have to do it again. I told him when he did ask me, now listen, Pastor, I only do this at funerals. I only speak at funerals. He said, well, just pretend it's a funeral. <laughs> so <laughs> but now back to where I was. <laughs> I raise a hallelujah. Isn't that a powerful song? Bethel wrote that song, and I think of that. It's such an expression of worship and of rejoicing that we sing to our God, I raise a hallelujah. Just say hallelujah. 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 God is so good, and that is a true. Anywhere, hallelujah is a worship to God. When you think of that, hallelujah. So I'm sure hallelujah is going to be a part of our praise and worship team in heaven. Isn't that exciting? So a life of praise and worship fills our greatest needs, as it always brings great joy to our God. Zephaniah 3.17 says, The Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. The Lord your God is with you. Just hear that again. The Lord thy God is with you. He is mighty to save. He will take great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love. There's those times that you just need to be still in his presence. He quiets you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. And when you think of that, God rejoices over us with singing. I think of that, have the heavenlies rejoice when one sinner comes to the throne, Alicia. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you think of that, God is faithful, and he is good in everything we do. So God blesses his, us with his children, and we give them back to him. They're not our kids. I say that to my boys. Look, I love you, but you're not my kid. You're not my kid. You're God's. I gave you back to God, and the choices that you make, 
It's not my responsibility. We train you. We raise you. We teach you the things of God. We teach you in the fear and love of God, but you're not my kids. <laughs> it takes off the responsibility. It just makes me feel better. <laughs> it makes me feel better. <laughs> so we instill the truth, and we do pray a hedge of protection around our children. And above everything, we pray that they won't deny and they won't depart from it. But in Joshua 24, back in the Bible times, now I'm not a real Bible scholar. I did go three years, but I had a good time. <laughs> and so sometimes I think, you know, of the scripture. But I do know back in Joshua's time when he talked about is that my household will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now, Joshua didn't live in a one-bedroom apartment. He lived in a huge complex. And so when Joshua talks about, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua was talking about his servants, his maidservants, his grandparents, his great-grandparents, his little kids, his great-grandkids. He was talking about generations to come. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So Joshua was counting on God. He knew he served a faithful God. He knew that God was going to be faithful and that God would provide and that God would save his children. So let's believe God for our Glad Tidings Church, our church families, and for the generations to come. Can you believe God with me? Can you believe God with me? Pastor Kristen, come on back out. I just believe that I, I'm just that simple, okay? I'm just that simple that I have a faith, that I believe in God, and I believe that when we pray, God answers prayer. I'm the, I am the result of an answered prayer, and you are too. You all are here because somebody prayed for you. Somebody called on your name, and somebody said they will serve God. I just believe that. And because of my grandma, my mama, I just believe, like, I think of my mom and my dad. My dear, bless his love. But I am just so thankful that I had a mom and dad who loved me, that I had a grandma who would be so happy to see me run in and give her a big hug. Like, you are truly blessed if you have a generation of people who have poured into your life and gave you positive influences. Not, uh, not everybody has those opportunities. I run into people that their parents never really loved on them, parents that, grandparents that maybe they had a chance that they had a grandmother that loved them. But if you have somebody that loves you today and you know you can call them and you can say, can you just pray for me? Can you call on my name? Can you call it my, for my children? If you have somebody today, you need to thank God for them. You need to be thankful for who God has placed in your life. And if nothing else, thank God for this church. And there's people here that you've connected with and you've made friendships. And there's, I think, of people in my own life that maybe have moved away, but we still have a contact that I can say, listen, can you call on, your na on God's name for me today? I need strength. There's nothing wrong with saying that. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know, really, I need you today to carry my load. Sometimes we think we can just do it on our own, right? but we don't need to because God is faithful. And there's something about putting a song on the music and listening to the joyful noise that God, we can just create in our own car. And uh, when you're vacuuming or scrubbing or doing the dishes or whatever you might be doing, guys washing your car, you can be singing a praise. And God is faithful. I, true do, I truly do believe it. And if you have any questions about how to know Christ, just to ask somebody next to you or here, God is here with us, and we have so much to be thankful for. I do believe that you are all here for a purpose and a plan, and that God's got great things in store for this church, for your children. I believe God is doing a work in this church. God bless you. Where is my friend, Pastor Kristen? Right here. <laughs>